Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are sisters who love to chat and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. We want to share the stories of ordinary people and have some laughs along the way. I'm Delight. I'm the older one. I'm August, and I'm the younger one. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. Hey, August. Hey, Delight. Welcome, everyone, to It's a Good Day podcast. Mm-hmm. We are here today with myself and August. Yes. And baby Julian is here, yes. so he might say something. Did I, have I told you, August, how he, like, um, he doesn't usually eat till 7 in the morning, but he, around 5.30, he wakes up, and he's laying over in his bassinet thing, and he goes, ah, and he stops, and then maybe he'll giggle a little bit of himself, <laughs> and then he goes, Ah, uh, no. <laughs> does he go back to sleep? It's hilarious. Yeah, then he usually settles down. I think it's because he's in our room. Like by this point, Harrison wasn't in our room, and we'd hear him sometimes playing. You know how babies do that, yeah. and they go back to sleep. I'm like, no, 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 it's not morning. So yet, is it buddy. just the go light that comes into the window that wakes him up? Maybe. Oh, maybe. Because that's Cause usually about yeah. Right. We're bright room people in the morning. That's true. <laughs> anyway, but it's really cute. And then I'll hear Jordan over on his side of the bed, like laughing at him because he's just so cute over there going, ah. <laughs> anyway, I love it. But all right. Um, Are you introducing our guest or am I? Go ahead. All right. We have Leanne. Do you like to be called Leanne Turk or Leanne Johnson Turk? Oh, Leanne Turk. Okay. For sure. Okay. Johnson's only on Facebook, exactly. so people can find me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because okay. it's on Facebook. I was like, what? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, so we yeah. have Leanne Turk with us here today. She is a beautiful lady who loves Jesus and has a lovely family. And yes, we're very excited to have her here. So let's just jump in. Will you Go tell us about yourself, your family, your sure, life? Sure, yes. <laughs> so I do want to say that I'm super excited to be here. When they first asked me, I thought, well, this is kind of scary. But then I thought, well, I do like to talk. So perfect. I could do this, right? <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Sit around the table and talk. So yeah, my name is Leanne Turk and I am a stay-at-home mom now for almost 17 years. And it's been actually one of the best journeys that I could have ever thought. At first, it was scary and hard to transition to. And now I look back and think, wow, I got to do that or I'm still doing that. Um, So I have four kids. Um, Caden is almost 17. Abriana's almost 15. Britton is almost 10 and Eliza's almost eight. And I say almost because they all are seven weeks. All their birthdays are seven weeks apart Oh my goodness! in the summer. So when I get to about this time, it's like, okay, we're turning the page for all of them. So you're the one to talk to about having a summer baby because I'm about to have a summer baby and I'm like, I don't know what to do with a summer baby. I'm happy that they were (laughs) born in the summer. Their birthday parties are easy, (gasps) you know, but I've thought of that because I have winter babies. Yeah, summer babies. Summer babies are yeah. birthdays are fun, but that sounds very fun. Doing a birthday and then a birthday and then a birthday can get exhausting. You know, yeah, parties. I'm sure. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I interrupted. No, that's okay. And my husband is Kurt, and he he works down in Rome at the old Griffiths Air Base. He's a civilian for the Air Force. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so he travels. I don't really know exactly what he does, which is kind of funny, but he just works for the Air Force. That's what I say to people. Right. <laughs> I love it. You're like, that's what I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he travels. He travels. He enjoys his job, which is really important. I'm really thankful yeah, for that's that. A blessing. Yeah, he can 
go and do what he does and be happy about it. So yeah, that's my family. That is awesome. That is really cool. Were you, um, like, did you work before you started having babies? How long were you married before your, before Caden was born? So one thing I will tell you about myself is my memory is really bad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like really bad. So if I pause for a minute, I do have to think, but let's see. I got married when I was 24. Um, and before that I had gone to college at JCC for a couple years and then started going to Potsdam and met Kurt and God had a different plan. Mm. And so I wasn't exactly sure where I was headed, but I just knew that the path that I was on wasn't really for me anymore. So I was in kind of a transition period of figuring that out and um, was working at hand in hand back when it was across the street from um, the middle school of mm-hmm. Lowville, that house there. Yep. I remember that. So I was there about a year and a half and, um, then I got engaged and got married and now did you meet at college or no, we grew up in the same church. Okay. So, um, we always laugh. I was the left front girl. (laughs) He was the right back. (laughs) So, you know, we didn't mix too much. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. He came in and sat down in the back and kind of, you know, he was there because he had to be there. He would say this all too. (laughs) And I kind of would look back and think that that boy needs to get towards the front a little bit more. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but no, we didn't really, you know, he went to Beaver River. I went to Laville three years apart. So we didn't really mix too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he came home from the Air Force, my mother was holding a young adult group. And so his cousin invited him and that's where we started okay. to. Yep. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good so memories. Fun. Yeah. So you were just in college when that kind of happened or yes. whatever. Yep. Okay. So you said hand in hand. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so then did you quit that once you were going to have kids? Like when you were telling about yourself, you yeah. said like it was 17 years ago or right, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. I, um, I was And that's planning. what you went to college for? Or I not? was going to become a teacher. Okay. And then when I decided not to go to Potsdam, I went back to JCC and got my early childhood. Okay. And it was kind of it wasn't necessarily like a great desire of mine, but enough of like, I need to make a decision something on something. To do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, what was the question? Just like, did you keep working until yes. you had kids? Yes. Right. Yes. Or? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> See my memory here. <laughs> it's okay. Look um, so I was working when I got pregnant for Caden and that's kind of where my whole story started with, my pregnancies being what they were and I got really sick, um, and had to be done. And so that's kind of the end of my working and the start of my being at home. Yeah. And that's was pretty much about eight weeks into my pregnancy with Caden. So you were really sick, like just nauseous or like, yeah. So I started out it was like one day to the next, I was my normal self to feeling sick. And I actually thought, I was really excited the first day I was sick. I thought, okay, yeah, this is morning sickness, you know, like mm-hmm. kind right. of thinking this is like, normal. this is normal. This is, right. you know. This means it's a healthy pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I just, uh, then I just realized that it wasn't exactly that. 
normal what I was dealing with. And, but that took a while to get to, um, to understand that I couldn't understand how everyone else could do it, which I know that that looks differently for everyone as far as how sick people get. Mm-hmm. But why couldn't I keep working? Why couldn't I um, function? Some people function, yeah, better than yeah. others, right? And, and I'm so like, okay, like, right, am I that weak? You know, like, mm. so, but it was to the point where I couldn't, I needed to go to get fluids just to, yeah. You know, so were you basically. like, vomiting and all yes water everything I could not keep one thing in my stomach and see like not everybody has that so that's why some people can yeah function right I think I mean and I learned that but it was hard at that (laughs) beginning I've never had that oh be yes yeah so yeah I'm very thankful yeah I've never I've been nauseous yeah and then I just have to eat something and then I'm fine right that's it and the thing is some people now will be very um like apologetic to me if they're pregnant and they they're telling me how they're feeling sick and then they'll act as though they can't complain about it and I'm like no that's when you're feeling yucky you're feeling yucky we don't have to have degrees of yuckiness right you know like I feel for anyone that's going through any kind of sickness you know like I always say that your heart is your heart. Like it doesn't yes, exactly. just because it's not maybe as hard as my heart of something in one totally, area. 100%. It doesn't mean it's not hard. It's right, okay. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm not thinking, well, don't complain just cause it, right. you know, no way. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was once I realized that it was a little more extreme that even helped mm-hmm. just to be able to emotionally carry it. So then did you like, did you realize that like with the help of a doctor, did anything help it? Was that like that all the way through or how did that go? Right. Um, so I went back to my doctor a few different times and it took a while for them to actually realize that it wasn't just an overreaction, um, which was hard at first. Um, but then it was Dr. Siddiqui a long time ago, Mm -hmm. um, he did some research and stuff, and he said, you know, I think what you're dealing with is hyperemesis. And then once he got on board with that, mm-hmm. he was very helpful. Nice. Um, tried to help with different things. Nothing really worked, but I didn't feel the um, kind of the accusation that, yeah. you know, oh, just get over it. Right. Just get up and do something, get your mind off it kind of thing. <laughs> right. So that, that was good just to know that someone knew just someone could tell me what was going on. Yeah. So, and yeah. did it, did it last your whole pregnancy? It lasted my whole pregnancy. Um, the ninth month was in all of my pregnancies. The ninth month seemed to ease up slightly. Um, but yeah, I just laid in bed or on my couch and I would get an IV in my hand and go up to the ER and they would give me IV fluids to keep me going and yeah and it's hard to stay upbeat and it's hard not to get down when you feel like that uh you know Mm -hmm. so right because it's not just physical like it no then it ends up being like emotion emotional because you're yeah yeah probably just feeling lonely too and just kind of yeah able to do much Yeah. yeah you really have to pull out your faith during that time that the Lord's going to see you through it. And I kept telling myself, remember what the end is mm-hmm. and you know, it's not forever. You know, it's not a disease really, right. you know, right. it's right. so there is an end to this where there's some people going through things that 
they don't know what the end is right. and that's very different yeah right? okay and so then is it with that is it like the baby's born and it's all better oh my gosh right away? yeah that, that was the most so amazing weird. All the things that just go right away like heartburn so weird all the all the things so with Caden, of course was my very first and that was he was my sickest but i didn't have anyone else there that i was feeling guilty that i couldn't take care of right so that was really great of course um but what happened was i they gave me oh what is it called an inner thecal mm-hmm. um for the pain mm-hmm. when i was in labor mm-hmm. and when i got when when he was born um for about an hour or so afterwards i was still vomiting but it was just the medicine coming out of me mm-hmm. but i was pretty much freaking out yeah. that something Nervous. happened and my body doesn't realize that you know i just my body doesn't realize and i'm going to be like this forever it was like this panic where i wasn't really thinking clearly right. um once that wore off i was myself like instantly it was the most amazing feeling that's so crazy like you forget what good is when you're not in good for a while yeah so that was pretty amazing it, it takes good coming back to realize and to like oh my word wow that it was is awful. funny when you're kind of sick even just like say with a cold or the flu or something you're like you're like do i always feel like this do i always feel like i can't walk around or i like i always once i get better after something like that i'm always like oh yeah i normally have energy i yes. normally like am good right. <laughs> but you start to think like am i always like this yeah and then i gained all my pregnancy weight after <laughs> oh really yeah i lost 38 pounds during my pregnancy okay afterwards oh my you could, I could eat again eat and everything stuff, and i was just well you were starving i pretty much was and didn't realize it uh-huh. and well, yeah, I mean, oh my yeah, so, <laughs> it was a wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, um, your next pregnancy was Ariana. Yes. Two and years how, later. Two years later. Okay. Yep. And was it sort of like, did you know it might be the same? Right. So it was, or... I knew it could be, but I also knew from everything I read that it could be totally different. Mm-hmm. And I knew for sure I didn't want just one. I needed to have a sibling. So it was almost like I knew I had to. You were just a sibling or two or three. Yes, I had to do it. And you get a bit of amnesia. We all know that. Like even with labor and delivery, right? We're like, we kind of forget what it's like. And then we're in it. We're like, why why did I do this again? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's, um, you know, so I knew that we want, we both knew we wanted another one. And I was hoping for a girl because I had a boy. I was pretty sure this was all that I could do was two. And so we were very, very, very thankful that we got our girl and pretty yeah. much the same, the same deal. Only this time I had a, a child at home that was young. Yeah. So my husband and my mom were amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mom was there during the day and Kurt came home and did, you know, everything he needed to do. Never complained. Took care of me. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a blessing. I'm thankful. So kind of the same thing. Sick the whole yep. time and... Yep, just go up to the ER. I believe with I, <laughs> Adriana, so you literally had a IV in your hand all the time, or like they would they would have to change it, and okay. I would only get well, that to the point where, because I'd go up and get fluids until the point where they would say we should probably put one in. <laughs> I hate IVs. Okay, August they, is making that face because she <laughs> she doesn't even let them put one in 
during labor <laughs> is it the needle itself no or, it's just okay. like it's just like it having it in you, there right? it's just like oh just so annoying <laughs> i can understand but yeah because well yeah you can understand sometimes I, they put them in well too and sometimes yes. they're not in well it's, and that that's can, that probably is true true yeah. i literally have only had it like with alien i didn't even have with atlas i didn't even have the like the saline lock. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I refused it because I'm crazy. But that's um, <laughs> but yeah. So like I literally have had it like with Ilian because I ended up having Pitocin with right. him. You refused it for a while with him though yeah, too. Yeah, I did. Until you and had then to. until I needed it. Right. And then I and then one time when I had surgery. That's the only times. But both times I just I don't know. It just bugs me. <laughs> we but started yeah. counting how many times I got poked, and then I said, let's just not do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind needles. It's just the just like how sore it makes it your hands. It but does. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, now I can't really. Yeah. Well, I remember yeah. like Christmas of that year. We had Christmas at my mom's, and you know, just feeling awful but trying to enjoy having a toddler that was enjoying Christmas yeah and then having to go up to the ER on Christmas day and Dr. Harney was there and he was absolutely wonderful you know he came he just like made me he's like really actually what he said to me was oh my gosh you did this again (laughs) you know in just a a joking way though and it was like he knew I didn't want to be there on Christmas. But, you know, I appreciate a lot of the people at our hospital mm-hmm. that really yes. just, I don't know, took care of me. Very kind. And very much so. Yeah. So nice. Okay. I've heard different people getting like medicine that like helps them. Was that not around or did it would, didn't it, did he try it and it didn't work or? Yeah, I tried it and it came right back up. So <sighs> it never worked for me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That stinks. But there is, I mean, it's nice that there are things to try yeah. that do work for some people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So then she was born. Yes. You had your girl. Yes. Right. And were you like, okay, maybe we're done? Yeah. At that moment, it was like, okay, yeah, I think so. But it only lasted not very long. <laughs> uh-huh. And I just realized that I didn't feel, I don't know, didn't feel finished. Um and there was a lot of people that said to me, are you sure? You know, well-meaning, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, I'm not sure. I don't know, you know. But it came down to the fact that Kurt said, if you're willing and want to, because it's a lot to put on him as well. Yeah, sure. And right. he said, you know, I'm willing to, I don't need you to do this again. But if you want to, you know, then I will. I'll help. And yeah, do what needs to be done. Aw, so That's really nice. Yeah. Because, yeah, it is. It's not just... It's not just no, you going through it. It's it a isn't. lot of people. Especially now you. you have two. Right. So if you are going to get pregnant So again. the conversation has to be had like mm-hmm. with my mom and like, you know, yeah. what do we do? Do mm-hmm. we stop here? You know? So, yeah. So I got pregnant again in 2008. So Avery was born in 2006 and same thing. And I thought, well, I guess this is probably how it's going to be, you know, if we're on the third time. <laughs> so, this is what happens for Yeah. Me. And it was, I remember it was um, a Super Bowl Sunday. And a couple friends came over that I was okay being, being sick, sick around. around. Yep. <laughs> and they remember, too, how I was different. You're good. And... I'll try not to cry when I talk about this, but, um, 
And the tears, thankfully, are really good tears. They're not a really loss, but of just how amazing the Lord is to take you through things that are hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt different. I felt really good, really good. And that scared me a little bit. So, and then I didn't feel any kicking or anything, but I hadn't felt a ton quite yet anyways. I was 20 weeks. Okay. So, um, went to the doctors and, you know, you'll always remember that moment where they tell you that there's no heartbeat. And, um, the doctors were amazing and we went out to the car and, you know, we both cried and, and I said, you know, if we believe that we serve a God that can bring the dead to life, we need to at least ask. Mm -hmm. So we both felt that in either way, he's good. And so we gathered up the troops, you know, the people that are, that love us and care for us. And we prayed that night that God would bring our little baby back to life inside of me. But I also knew that the next day I had to go to the hospital and face what could be my reality. And it is amazing to me though, how he was with me Mm -hmm. so strong. I really don't know if I've ever felt that strong before or since. Mm. And so we didn't have the baby come back to life inside Mm. of me, but I do know where she is. Mm. And, um, he just walked through that with us in an amazing way. So Addison Joy was born, um, on February 5th, 2009. And we got to spend some time with her and, you know, grandparents came and some aunts and it was precious. It was precious to have, I'm thankful I had the time with her here on earth, you know? Yeah. Um, but of course hard, you know, I'm not diminishing how hard it was. And especially after you feel like, oh gosh, I went through all that. Right. And And here I am. Get the like full reward kind of, yeah. And then a few weeks after that, I have a lot of guilt because I am so feeling so good Mm. and I'm so thankful I feel good. And so I feel this guilt of Mm. being happy that I feel good. Right. And you know, but God's good. I mean, he worked that through me and it's okay to have your happy moments while you're grieving. That's, that's okay. You yeah. know? So, um, yeah, we talk about her with our kids and they know they have a sister in heaven. Mm. We planted a tree for her and just things to remember her life. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. really special. And like really, I mean, I'm sure there's, I don't personally know that experience of losing a baby. But I'm sure that it it was a probably cool that you could actually like hold the baby and like Absolutely. look at the baby. And yes. Although maybe that would be hard for some people too. Yeah, to, everyone's different. Yeah. For me, but, it was we needed that. Yeah. To have that, you know, we did take some pictures and just I don't know. It was a good. You have a lot of thought processes that happen while you're just looking and mm. a lot of healing, even in those first few hours, which is hard to think about but it did there was a lot of healing even right off the bat so I don't know knowing where she is is if I didn't have that that would be hard yeah yeah totally yep yep the hope that we have yes you know of of that is makes it different it's when there's people who have a lot of loss that aren't that don't believe in Jesus you know like 
I feel for them so much more because Mm -hmm. I mean, the Bible even talks about those that like grieve without any hope, you know, and how I can't imagine despairing that must, that must be, you know? And I love how God, I feel like he always, like he brings peace in Mm -hmm. the, in our hard times. Like, just like you're saying, you felt him so strongly and that he's like, he's, he grieves with us, Mm -hmm. you know, like he's, he's sad too in those sad things. Yeah. So when we're weak, he is definitely strong for sure. And coming home, having two children already at home, I know that helped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There were, you know, sure. Our, there were little bodies to hold coming home to an empty house. I know that that's, there's a different dynamic there. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. So then next. Yeah. So then, <laughs> yeah, I know I did it again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then we had like a five year gap here between this fourth pregnancy and Ariana. So I'd kind of gotten out of the rhythm. I got rid of stuff and it felt like starting over when you have a five year old and then a baby. I know it's not a huge thing. No, but yeah. it was, it seems like it would be. Yeah. So I didn't like plan for them to be a gap, you know, this wide. So Britain was born August of 2011. And, and was it the same thing? Like, did you think it through and decide, yep. okay, we're going to try to get pregnant again? And yes. That whole thing. I didn't want that last experience to be my last experience. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was, we thought it through and decided and um, so he was born and we went through the same thing with him. Although I would say he was probably slightly easier than the first two. Okay. Like w- with your sick- sickness. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I felt like the month seven, eight and nine, I could at least eat certain things. Nice. Yeah. They were only a couple things, which is so funny, but only a few different things. And, but I could keep them down and that was mm-hmm. like really great. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so he was born in August. Okay, Leanne, so now go into your next child. Yes, I mean, we know you had one, but at that point, did you feel like you were done? Or did you, or because of that gap, were you like, okay, maybe a sibling? Right, (laughs) there's always a reason for another one, it seems. (laughs) Right. Well, the first two were two years apart, and then I have a five-year gap, and then I have another one, and I see how special this bond is between the first two, being Mm -hmm. close. And while Britain, of course, like jumps right in with them, I know down the line they're leaving home and like, I just loved that bond they had. And I really wanted Britain to have a sibling Mm -hmm. that was close to him. So here we are again, you know, deciding what we should do. But my doctor had said on the last time with Britain that I really should not do this again. My body just is tired. Um, And I thought, well... Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking forward to doing this again. And, but I had more emotional issues the first time or with Britain than the other ones, as far as just so down and mm. so, why did I do this? And mm-hmm. just really missing out on life, missing out on my kids, mm-hmm. doing things and not just feeling like I was the mother they needed, you know, mm-hmm. just a lot. And I didn't think I wanted to put myself in that headspace again. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. Did, like, was it scary going through that pregnancy with knowing that, like, you had lost the other one? Like, what if this, oh, right. like, is this going to happen again? Or Sure. Like, definitely. Did you live, did that 
play into the emotional part of it at all, do you think? I think or? it probably did up until that point where I got past those weeks, you know, 20 weeks. And yes. then I felt a little better. I don't really feel I was super scared because what happened with her was uh, a placenta issue that can just happen. Okay. Um, it wasn't like they really thought there was a change. You know, it can happen again, but it wasn't anything they were concerned about. So I just kind of took that, yep, and let that sink in. And Mm -hmm. so more of it was just what I was missing out on Mm -hmm. than probably fear of something going wrong. So, uh, yeah, so we're trying to figure this out, and I just came to the realization that I couldn't do it again. Um, But here we're still, both of us, Kurt and I, are stuck with the feeling of we're not complete. Our family's not complete, but we should be really thankful for what we have. And we were, mm-hmm. and you kind of go back and forth with, okay, we need to be content where, where we are and who we have, but we're not mm. completely content. Mm-hmm. And just trying to figure that out. Um, and in all the figuring, you know, it's like, um, you know, maybe we could adopt or, you know, just all the, the thoughts of going through it. And we were out on the swing one night and Kurt said, you know, Kate Turk, she has said to you so many times, whenever you're pregnant, why don't you just let me do this for you? You know, and she says it in a joking way, but yeah, I knew she meant it. Um, cause she had her pregnancy for Dane was great and she loved being pregnant and she was really good at it. You know, he said, you're close enough that you could talk to her and just see, you know? So I actually asked her in a, Facebook message, which sounds not good, but <laughs> I wanted to ask her. So she had time to, to think, think before she, I didn't yeah. want her to have a reaction right away in front of me where she felt like she had to say yes right away. Or, yeah. yeah. So I told her that I said, I th- I'm asking you. So you have some, some space from this question and here's our thought. And we are totally fine if it's not anything you're interested in. And we really were, and she came back within like five minutes. Love it. Yes, yes, double yes. Well, I probably should ask Brad, but <laughs> <laughs> but as long as and this is okay your sister-in-law, so Brad no. would be Kurt's cousin. Cousin. Okay. Okay. Yep. But I knew Kate growing up anyway. So yeah. and they live in South Carolina, so there was a lot of obstacles. But I couldn't believe. I mean, I just stared at the screen like she just said yes. Like, this is crazy. Do people really do this? (laughs) That's cool. And did you, yeah, like as soon as Kurt said it, were you like, oh yeah, that's a great option? Or did you have any reservations about it? Or what were your thoughts on it I didn't have any reservations, but I thought, how do you ask somebody that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that. Yeah. Like, how do you make sure that they know that you're going to be okay if they say no. Right. Um, because that's just like, especially for me thinking about pregnancy and having somebody to have to do that, you know, it's hard right. for me to even think that there's people that enjoy this, you know, but yeah, I knew she did. And, and then it almost seems crazy, like, and almost like, who are you to even think about going down that road when there are people that are unable to have their own kids and you know like that's reserved for them kind Mm. of thing you know and it's like but I realized my desire 
I have the same desire as someone else. My situation's just slightly different. Sure. Right. So I had to come, you know, come around to that. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I okay. didn't even think about all those emotions of like, yeah. Like, is it okay for me to use this yeah. method ish or whatever? That makes sense. Right. Right. Okay. So tell us about it. Like, I want to hear. <laughs> August, like every detail. I yes, I do too. <laughs> Yeah, like okay. okay like so how she said it, yes, and then what work? happened like, next? What you, like, I mean, so I know some about it, but, about. <laughs> okay. I, but yeah. I don't get to talk about it very much. Yeah. But so. like, seriously, t- like, where did you go from there? Like, after she said yes, right? So, and like, what did you say to her exactly? Like, did you just say, "Hey, we really want to have a baby. Will you carry it?" Like, is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. Or <so> like, <laughs> I basically said, "You remember all those times that you said, you know, were any of those." kind of serious and maybe a slightly you know (laughs) a little bit and here we're here's where we're at and you know I just don't think that I should do it again and we're just kind of exploring all the different options Mm -hmm. and that's a nice way to put it because it's not like yeah pinpointing on if you say no our life is over (laughs) exactly and that God is really in that's the main thing God has to be the one in any of it yeah course and if it's not the road that he wants for us we don't really even want it you know we want what he wants so um be completely honest you know and it helps that we knew each other well so yeah yeah so that's how I asked and her response was just amazing to me you know yes 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 so then I'm waiting for her to ask Brad and get back to me sure she had had one pregnancy she had had one okay yep I can't remember exactly how old he was but he was younger um and didn't really necessarily want another one okay um but loved being pregnant which is just crazy so that's so cool yeah so um we had to talk about how this was gonna work and you know I hadn't really even thought about how are we gonna do this and um and it costs money right like it costs money yeah Yeah, like like, I don't know how this is gonna work right and it's one of those things that you know that it's a thing but you probably don't know the ins and outs of how do we actually like two hundred thousand like I don't know you know my mind has no idea yeah so I started the process of researching and figuring it out and so we went to Kurt and I went to CNY Fertility in Syracuse okay and they're wonderful there and we just explained everything and they go over you know they ask you a thousand questions and they said, to be perfectly honest, we're not really, this is a different circumstance mm-hmm. for us. And, you know, I wanted to know if we're giving this a try, what are our odds? And obviously God can do whatever, but. Right. And they said, your odds are really good because you don't actually have fertility issues. So, you know your eggs are good and like all that stuff is good. Yeah. So they said we had about a 40% chance of this working as long as, you know, Kate was healthy and which she is very much healthy. So we just decided that, yeah, we were going to go right, for Cause it. it's not like it's a guarantee. Like, okay, we're going to make an embryo and then it's right. Right. It's, it's not automatic that it's going right. to work. <laughs> right. So I, and we both said, we're doing this one time and that's it. Okay. Wow. If, if we have a baby, great. If we don't, that was our answer. Okay. And I really felt like that was okay with me. Wow. I think cool. a lot of things in my life that's, I just say, if it, if we don't step out and try, we'll never know. So if we step out and try and this doesn't work, okay, that's fine. You know, I'd rather try and know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So we had to ask her. 
how many are you willing to have implanted? Right. Because we could, they could all take, you know? And she, her answer was, always makes me laugh. Well, how many kids are you willing to have at one time? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And she, and I'm thinking, well, that's a really good question. And she says, I think I'd do five. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, so two is good for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's We laugh about it now, but it's like, I thought, okay, two is a good, if I have twins, you know, I've got, I've got a village that can help me. Um, but gives the odds a little bit more for one. Right. So that's what we ended up doing. And okay. we, we, okay, hang on. You gotta, okay. I gotta tell <laughs> a little, the punch you line. gotta tell a little more like, I don't know. So like, how did it work? Like, did they okay. have to, did she, like, yeah. did she do everything there or right. here or like, I don't okay. Know. Right. I so we hear more of the ins and outs yeah. of it. I just think it's so interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> we flew her up here. Um, yep. and she did all of her, um, testing and stuff that okay. she had to do. Like they had to make sure that she was yeah. able to carry and to a be baby. Perfectly you know? honest, I can't remember if it happened that time or if we flew her up again. She would know. Obviously, she remembers stuff way better than me. But I think it was actually that particular time. Um, she went to her doctor down there, okay. and there was preliminary stuff that she could do there. Okay, and then they would get those results and whatever. Okay. So we knew that it was. It could definitely work with her before she came. Okay, nice. And yeah, so she came and they did their thing and it was very weird. You know, like for me, I had to take my shots and things and so that they could harvest eggs. And right. I had never been put under before. And so that whole experience was really funny because I argued with the doctor when I came to that. Like they told me it was over and done. And I'm like, no, I haven't gone to sleep yet. <laughs> you know, that whole thing. So the whole experience was just lots of new things, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so all <laughs> They're of. They're like, actually, no, yes. It, Kurt was right there. He's like, no, it really happened. And you were talking the whole time. And I'm like, yeah, that's not surprising. So, <laughs> so everything looked great. You know, the doctors just said everything is as good as it could be. Um, and then we just wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So she came up here and and then we got the news that one of them was growing and multiplying and, you know, just like, yep. wow, this is really happening. Oh, my word. And we hadn't told a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. yeah so, sure. you know, we wanted to keep it to ourselves until we had a, a good story to tell. But, yeah. Yeah. So she went back to South Carolina and that was hard for me because I wanted to be there to help her and you know like go over and clean her house when she's having a super tired day and you know it's Mm -hmm. like I couldn't I couldn't be what I I wanted to make meals for her family and just like really be able to love on her so that was hard for me not to be able to do that Mm -hmm. but she did great she was healthy and you know just doing her life and it was amazing yep yeah yeah, that must be such a weird feeling because you're like pregnant in your brain, but your body's yeah. not actually like you're thinking probably about yeah. like the baby's this size and yeah. all those things. But yeah. yet you're not feeling those. Right. And you'd experienced it before. So you yeah. knew what, you know, she yeah, sent that me lots of weird. videos and, you know, I could see the 
tummy moving, you know? Yeah. It's like you want to reach through and touch her belly when yeah. I get it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. And like, did you see each other a lot in those nine months? Like, did you visit each other? Never. No. No. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So it was very, very. Um, and that was on purpose or it just like, it just didn't happen. It didn't really? work yeah. out where, you know, I had three kids at home and yeah. it was just the expense of it. Right. It was already expensive. Right. And, you know, we talked, the nice thing, the wonderful thing is that Kate and I were just able to be open and honest with, with each other yes. at every turn. Yeah. And That's if there good. was a concern, like, or just, you know, if I just wanted to say, am I living up to what you need? You know, like I wanted her to let me know if there was anything I needed to do. Like, mm-hmm that's really special to me that that was like yeah, that. So awesome. I would actually send letters to the baby in the mail and she would read the letters Aww. to the baby Fun. from me. That's yeah. cute. And, um, yeah, there's a little more to that story, but that'll come at the end. Okay. Okay. So did you, um, find out what, did you know if it was a boy or a girl? Well, we weren't going to, um, we had found out for Caden and Adriana for Britain. We didn't. And I really enjoyed that surprise. Mm-hmm. And so we asked them when they did the ultrasound to put it in a little envelope. Well, the tech put it in an envelope, but it was kind of see-through and Kate saw boy, girl through right. a thing. Okay. So she was in a little bit of a, uh, dilemma because she knew, but I didn't. And she knew I didn't want to. And she has like 20 more weeks to try to keep this a secret from me. And that's way too much pressure, you know? So she said, okay, I have to tell you this. I know the gender and I don't know if you want to know. I'm worried I'm going to slip up one of these times and say it, you know? And I said, this is totally fine. We'll just do something fun and have a gender reveal and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You know? So we did the whole cake thing and cut into the cake and found wow. out and with the kids. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. So it worked out. I mean, you know, it was kind of a bummer at first that it happened, but I don't know. In the end, it was nice to know that it was a girl. Yeah. Probably um, because it had been a long time since you had a girl too. Yeah. Like oh, you I had, you probably had to, cause you said you got rid of a lot of baby things. Yeah. So maybe. Boy, girl, boy, girl. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. and my letters just felt more personal after that sending them knowing i was talking to my girl yeah so just public service announcement if there's any um ultrasound texts out there when you write it down fold Fold it it over (laughs) (laughs) it was an ultrasound tech in south carolina so nobody here you don't think about you're not you might not think about it but you know you might now now that you've heard our really famous yeah i'm sure there's so many ultrasound techs listening (laughs) obviously (laughs) we need to get it out there this is one of the important things the work we're doing here is letting people know things like we should change our podcast to a birth story one even though there's tons of them but i just i just you yeah, have birth in the brain. I, I think we should change it to like adoption story. Right. It could right. be both. Oh, okay. It could be adoption birth story. Leanne I mean, thinks like, we should change it to like flip house. Flip, yeah, that would be house fun too. Things, there you go. You know. That's <laughs> another episode, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay. So did you have another question, August? Or I mean, were we just continuing? We were just continuing. Okay. I don't remember <laughs> you can what just you keep saying. going if you yeah. want. Oh, you were saying that, that like the letters were personalized. Mm. More personalized. Yeah, I really liked that I could do that and feel more connected. 
So we had to decide how we were going to do the whole labor part and delivery. Right. And so we looked into it, like, do I go down there? Does she come here? And we just in the end realized that she really should deliver in New York because just of all the rules and regulations with now putting another state into the mix. Um, and there was already a lot with New York and surrogacy and how that was going to work. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, we decided that a month before she would just come and stay with us because who knows when baby's going to come. And she was good, obviously. Like, yep. she was just good with that. Yeah. Yeah. And Dane came, I think Dane came with her for part of it. Um, yeah. So she was my house guest and I absolutely loved it. Uh-huh. It was awesome. Because um, then you could do the things that you wanted oh, to do, like yeah. just dote on her and take I care have of a her picture and- of her laying on the couch and some of my girlfriends are over there and one of my girlfriends is giving her a foot rub. Like we're Aww. just like trying to like love her as much as we can. <laughs> in this time. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I ask, I know you said like you knew each other really well. Like, were you friends? Were you like buddy kind of yeah. friends best or friends? just like, yeah. Like what was your relationship previous? Yeah. I would say we were friends. We weren't super close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of one of those things where you could definitely have time, lots of time pass, and then you could just catch up real quick. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a daily friendship. Um, but of course that grew of course. over the time, yeah, yeah. you know, and it actually now it's still kind of the same way. Cause being, you know, apart as we are, we ge- yeah, geographically, but like I would do anything for her and she would for me. And we just have this bond sure right you can't really explain it but when I'm you sure. go through something like yeah. this it's it's pretty amazing we're gonna have to get her to oh, <laughs> she come, would be awesome. there we come and interview next time she comes to lewis county yeah, so we, see, we gotta her get her up here and she would yeah that would be fun that would be um fun. yeah i just think that that's amazing because like even it seemed like it's not like obviously i have very close friendships that aren't like my very best friend mm-hmm. you know or someone i talk to like all the time and i think like that makes it even more special. Like that willingness to do that. That's right. You know, I just think that that's, that's really cool. I love it. It's amazing. So she came and then was, yeah. Did she, what did she go into labor and that kind of, or how did you decide that even you decided that she came, like, were you going to be in the room and that kind of stuff? Right. So she, it's funny because she, she came, and um, she had had a very quick labor with Dane. So we knew that there was a chance that it could be fast. Um, but, of course, we live right next to the hospital. You know, Kurt was always on high alert with his phone. Like, you can't leave your phone anywhere because this could happen, you know, at any moment. Um, so she woke up one morning. And just, she was going to go do something. I don't remember what it was. Something with family that's around here. Cause she's from here. So she had family and she just was like feeling off and decided not to do it. Um, so she kind of just lounged around the house and around 11 o'clock she had a little bit of pain. Um, and I thought, you know, is, do you think this is something? And she's like, I don't know, maybe I said, she said, let's go up to Walmart and we'll just walk around and, get some stuff 
So we went up to Walmart and we ended up seeing Walmart. one of these. It was hot probably, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Let's right. go to somewhere there is air yeah, conditioning. Exactly. So we're getting some things and I'm like turning around and noticing that she is stopping and breathing. And I'm like, you're getting more contractions and they're getting, you know, Closer harder. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I think this is happening. And this is probably around noon i know she knows exactly one of the times because after we we got done there we went over to our first flip house which is a whole nother story but that came about because we needed to figure out how to pay for all this Mm, so the dream that god had put in us we were forced to push back push past the fear and do it because we had to and so that was pretty cool. But we stopped there to see my mother-in-law and I noticed that she was watching the clock and she will probably remember the exact number on the clock. She knew what time it was and she knew that they were getting very close together. And so I said, we should probably go home and get your stuff. You know, she's still being a superstar with these contractions <laughs> walking around, you know? So I would say it was like maybe one thirty. Right. So we get home and she's up in our, our room is, was her room at the time. And I am rushing around like the stereotypical dad that doesn't know what is going on. <laughs> like literally. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. I had other friends there cause they were taking care of my kids. And I remember one friend just stopped me and said, you are having a baby today. Get it together. <laughs> like i'm the man i'm the you know the dad is so excited and totally loses their mind all right oh my (laughs) so i'm getting all this stuff and everything and i'm realizing like i haven't even gone to check on her like she's up in the room so i run up there and she's kind of kneeling over the bed and 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 she said we need to get to the hospital i'm like okay yeah we can do that you know and i'm just trying to help her and it's it's funny and comical looking back at it, but it was scary. And I really realized what a lot of dads probably feel. Right. Like, like uh, they don't know like what to so do. so helpless, but yeah, I'm yeah, part of this. Right. But yeah. So and where was Kurt? And was he, he planning was to Rome. be there? Yes, he was. And he was in Rome. So I finally got my head together enough to call him and said, you need to come. And I hadn't given him any he had no idea no idea that anything was happening as far (laughs) as he knew he left and she was doing something with family that day so poor guy I said you need to come fast so um we got in the car and um this part gets me a little emotional but she we took hands on the car ride and she would squeeze my hand when she had a contraction and there was like no words spoken it was so special. She was having my baby for me. <laughs> like, how do you thank someone? So she was squeezing my hand every time. And um, <laughs> we got to the ER door. And I knew we were close. And she told me later she honestly thought that she was going to have the baby in the vehicle while I was running to get the wheelchair. Um, but she held it all like she didn't let me even know all this stuff, which, you know, so 
I ran in there and I said, I have a pregnant lady. We need a wheelchair. And so they were great. They came right out, got her in there, wheeled her right up. And they're very calm in the maternity ward. You know, they're just like, oh, you know, probably not as far along as you think. (laughs) And did they know all, like, was she having appointments at that point? Like at that that month, like was she having appointments with yes. a doctor there? Yes, Dr. Okay. Crawford was great and he yep. knew, but the maternity staff didn't really know. So yeah. I had to fill them in like super quick. Yeah. And like, hey, um, she's carrying my baby. I'm the mom. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. They're just a little confused at first and they figured it out quick. And I said, and Kate very calmly told them, this baby is coming. And it was a little frustrating at first because, you know, they didn't quite realized that she knew what she was talking about and <laughs> so they laid her down and it was checking her and you know the baby was coming so I'm like <laughs> oh my gosh Kurt is not even going to get here for this you know and I'm trying to remain yep. and was he planning to be yes. in the room right there too yeah okay and was that like figuring that out was that like awkward or funny or like because yeah, obviously we just like talked you about it. usually right. be in another woman's yes. delivery right. yeah so like Right. It's weird because it is your baby, but also it's another woman. So Absolutely. Right. So we talked about that with yep. her and um, she just said, no, I want him there. And, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of like this part of life. Like, you know, it's just such a magical moment. She could not expect. She couldn't expect him not to be there or yeah. want him not there, I guess. I love it. Mm-hmm. So we just always laughed that he would just stay up past her shoulders, you know, right? So it's totally. Yeah. So it's not like the movies. I don't, you know what I mean? In a yeah. way, like if you want it to be as far as that, like maybe a little bit of a privacy part of it, like yes. it feels possible to me being yes. it, it, totally. around. In yeah. And we, and the doctor knew kind of how we wanted that to be to sure. have her privacy but he was going to be, you know, be towards the too. top of the bed. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I didn't know really what my role was at this point. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, what can I do for you basically? And, um, so the nurse said to me, well, you first, you need to get on scrubs. And I am like, okay, I can do that. So I'm in the little changing area mm-hmm. and they're small, medium and large. Yep. I'm like, I have no idea what I am. <laughs> Let's go with medium, <laughs> you know, just all these thoughts that I actually can clearly remember now Yeah, that, you know, you must be in some kind of a, where your mind is remembering these things. It's really special. So anyways, I put on my scrubs and then I just grabbed the phone that was at the nurse's station and I dialed Kurt's number again. Where are you? You know? And he said, I'm at Arby's. And I said, you, not at Arby's, but okay, right by like, Arby's. Why is he stopping at Arby's? <laughs> <laughs> you, you really didn't let him know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. I'll be there in a while. Though. I'm passing by Arby's. And I said, you need to go fast. Well, so. As fast as you can go. Yeah. What we found out later is he didn't even park the car, stop the car, anything. He just pulled into the ER entrance, jumped out and ran in. And. What I didn't realize is when we came home from Walmart back a long time ago, I left the car running right there in the driveway. We took a different car to the hospital, but they found it. My (laughs) girlfriends found it like three hours later running running in the driveway. So I'm like, okay, we both did the same thing today. Those are little parts of the story. (laughs) That's so so fun. I love it. So he... So I'm in the I'm in the delivery room and she is very clearly very close to giving birth. 
and my mind is, he can't miss this. He can't Mm. miss this. God, after all this, he can't miss this. And I was trying not to freak out for her, of course. I don't want her to feel any pressure. Right. And feel like you can't push. Exactly. I know how that is. And, but I did look to the nurse and I said, how will he know we're all in here? How will he know where to go? There was nobody out there in the waiting area Mm -hmm. or the, the lobby part. So she said, I'll keep checking. I'll keep checking. And he literally got there. She had one more push and Eliza was born. Oh my goodness. So he was there for the very end, which is really that's all, all he really needed, needed for right <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so i was so thankful oh okay did he like get scrubs on or he just like came right in they hadn't put the scrubs on oh, okay so yeah so he had to do that oh real goodness. quick so that's amazing that he made it and i love it oh, oh that's so cool. cool okay so then what happened <laughs> we're like, like okay so, so then, then what where did next? the baby go from there like did it get handed right, right. to you or so like we kind of like <gasps> yeah, had you she, talked about those things we kind of forgot about talking about that particular moment oh that's funny right so you're in this moment and like, what do you do? Like, wh- where is this baby supposed to go, you know? And so I pointed to Kate, you know, she needs to hold. She needs to hold her. So they gave the baby to Kate. And it was pr- just absolutely mm. precious. And then they needed to, you know, they needed to take her over to the little thing and do all their stuff, you know, mm-hmm. that they do under the lights and make sure she's good. And I was then, my dilemma was, what do I do now? I didn't want to leave her right there in the bed. I felt like Kurt was over with Eliza and I wanted to go over there. But all I could picture in my mind was her sitting there alone in the bed. I don't know. It was like kind of heartbreaking to me in a way. And I'll never forget. I won't won't put this in, I think. But I think because of, I think some of, it's very different, but it's very similar to like adoption. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. like I feel all those feelings, even though I yeah. wasn't there for either of the births, but like yeah. some of those feelings of like whatever. So it just reminds me of my yes. boy's first mom. So like I identify like right. yeah, this I understand their, those feelings. Like baby. you just did all of that, like to bless me. Yeah. And How like, can I leave you? And you there. even more than like mine got pregnant, not knowing about me, but they still chose to give it to me, you know? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So cool. It's amazing the emotions that we feel <sighs> that we don't even realize or yeah. expect sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so, so <laughs> okay, so I didn't know what to do really. And she looked at me and she said, Eliza is yours. Mm-hmm. She said she looked at her and she saw our kids like she saw us. All right. I hate to break in right here, but. We're going to have to have you for another episode if that's okay with you. <laughs> I am okay with that. So we will um, next week finish up the story about Eliza and talk about a few more things. But first, before we go, I have to ask, what's good about today? Wow, there there's a lot that's good about today. Um, me personally, in my life right at this instant, there's a lot of like, little things that I could say, but he, the Lord has really shown me that he's going to take me past my ugly to how he sees me. Mm, Love it. And, um, me too, please Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a personal thing. There's a specific situation that's been going on in my life and it's just felt, 
I felt the ugliness that's in me kind mm. of thing. And just recently he has shown me how he sees me mm. and where he wants to take me with that. And it's like the hope that that gives me is so great. Like if we don't have hope, what do we have? Right. Right. So like today as I'm driving over here, I turn on some worship music and I'm like, thank you for the hope that the ugly won't stay ugly forever. Mm -hmm. I love it. So yeah, it's so good. That's my day today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Some days it's just that I got a good avocado sitting in the thing. I mean, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, I've had a couple good avocados. Right. How could it be a bad day with a good avocado? I literally think that I said that once. Didn't I? (laughs) I've been trying to like, when I go to the store, like I get one that's ripe. And then like a couple that are yes, not so that I can actually enjoy them and not just have it be like one day of avocado. I don't want to go to Walmart every day for my avocado. Right, and I can't. I live 15 minutes away. <laughs> right. Like, I just love it. It's really and awful. Do you still eat the same thing every day? Pretty like, much. Yeah, like, every day. Okay, well, maybe we could talk about that <laughs> next time. But thank you so much for being here, sharing your story. And I can't wait to hear the rest of it. You're welcome. <laughs> have a good day. Stay tuned. <laughs> August. <laughs> <laughs>